Broadcasting to millions from WebmasterRadio.fm's world headquarters. WebmasterRadio.fm proudly presents the longest-running program on affiliate marketing. Welcome to Affiliate Buzz. Our hosts, James and Arlene Martell, are here to inspire, inform, and motivate you with expert insight, interviews, and information that will increase your bottom line. Advance your affiliate marketing efforts every week on Affiliate Buzz. Now, please welcome James and Arlene. Hi, it's James Martell here, and yes, welcome to edition number 511 of the Affiliate Buzz, where we've been keeping affiliates inspired, informed, and motivated to succeed with the affiliate program since way back in 2003. If you happen to be joining us here live today at webmasterradio.fm, it's great to have you with us. If you happen to be joining us through a podcast on our website, a podcast directory, or on our YouTube channel, a big welcome to you as well. Arlene is away today, however, not to worry. I am here with Dwayne Forrester, VP of Industry Insights for Yext, a leading industry outreach, uh, who's uh, leading industry outreach, evangelism, and authorship for the company. And today we're going to be talking about why voice search is, quite frankly, probably eating your lunch and already shaping the future of SEO. Now, before uh, uh, Dwayne joins us, just a reminder that if you haven't uh, subscribed to the Affiliate Buzz already, I invite you to visit jamesmartell.com forward slash subscribe to join thousands of other listeners who receive insight from some of the world's top marketers, influencers, and thought leaders here on the Affiliate Buzz every week. Again, that's at jamesmartell.com forward slash subscribe. Now, between Microsoft and Yext, Dwayne Forrester was the VP of Operations with Bruce Clay, Inc., a industry-leading SEO firm where he led the operations for organic and paid search, social social content and design. Past experiences included senior product manager responsible for Bing's webmaster program focused on helping small, medium, and enterprise businesses improve their digital marketing efforts. Dwayne is also the author of How to Make Money with Your Blog and Turn Clicks into Customers. And he's also written for publications ranging from Search Engine Land and Duct Tape Marketing to Entrepreneur Magazine, The New York Times, and Inc. Dwayne also actively advises startups and large corporations and has even spent time advising the staff who maintain the White House's websites. Dwayne, welcome to the Affiliate Buzz. Thank you very much. I'm excited to hang with you guys today. Well, it's great to have you on board. Uh, This is a topic that uh, we've been a little remiss on, I must say. And once you brought it up, I got to thinking about it, how often I use voice search now. And Mm -hmm. I know my kids do, all of them, with phones. There's four of them, and they're all ranging from, I shouldn't even call them kids anymore, 23 to 31. (laughs) And they all use it, whether it be on their phones or even walking into their house. They talk to Google, TV comes on, they go to YouTube, they do whatever whatever they want. They don't even touch their devices. And, of course, the same goes for, in their cases, Search. So well, let's let's jump into this if we could. I know you you sent me a little note. It says voice is eating your lunch and you don't even see it happening. Could you could you elaborate on that? Yeah, this is um this is that moment in history. So you know we had um, let's dial the clock back here. Let's say fifteen years. Uh, you know we're a bunch of SEOs. But we just came out of the primordial digital marketing ooze. And we're all feeling pretty good about ourselves and our ability to rank well in search. 
you know, we think we have a rough handle on it. We do these things. It makes a difference. Ranking goes up, traffic increases, money comes in, life is good. And then along came mobile. And at that moment, it wasn't a big deal to us. Unlike other areas like Asia and Europe where mobile skyrocketed almost immediately, we didn't have that big hockey stick ramp up in, in North America. It was a bit of a slower burn. But boy, when that fuse lit, it was almost overnight. Everyone was talking about, got to have a mobile site. Do I do responsive design? I'm going to do MDOT. All of this changed. And then the search engines started talking about mobile indexing first. And they started talking about responsive design, how you have to have these things. And today, mobile is what we think of first. When we want to test something, we want to find out about information, it all happens on mobile devices. Tons of stats out there that can tell people exactly how much time people are spending on their phone versus every other device. So that was kind of where we were up until just a couple of years ago. And a couple of years ago, Amazon comes out with this little hockey puck and this weird, strange object that sits up straight and looks like a circular speaker. And they encourage you to speak to it and ask your questions out loud and it will answer you. Shortly thereafter, Google shows up and says, hey, we have Google Assistant, we can do that. Ask us, we'll answer you. And it was obviously the domain of the early adopter. So someone like myself, I went on every device, plugged them all in, had rudimentary conversations, got them set up to do things like turn lights on and simple things like that. And that's where we see the general consumer coming into the picture. So this past year, during the holiday season, the number one selling device, the number one selling object across everything was the Amazon Echo Dot, the small speaker, the hockey puck that they sell. And this was kind of magical because what they did was they proved that the technology had a very low price point. Google and Amazon raced to the bottom of the price stack. Everyone could afford, in some cases, only a few dollars to get their hands on the hardware. And then they could plug it into their Wi-Fi at home and automatically be able to speak to Google, speak to Amazon and get that feedback. And on their part, Google and Amazon have been heavily investing in bringing forward new technologies and new uses for the technology. I was just uh, doing some work this morning asking Google a series of questions. Um, and, and you can follow on now. When you and I have a conversation, very straightforward. I ask you a question, you give me an answer, and the social construct we live within means that I thank you for providing me the information. That's the general basis for communications. Well, now these devices have a similar ability where I can ask my question, get my answer, and socially I'm programmed to say thank you. And I will say thank you. The system is still listening. So when it hears me say thankful, that gratefulness moment, it immediately responds with something positive. Absolutely. No problem doing. Happy to help. And it makes it that you feel very much like you're having a personal interaction with these devices. And that's very endearing to human beings. We pick up on that and we wanna have more of that positive. So we continue to go back over and over again. But in the meantime, none of these things work if you don't have good information. I mean, you can be as polite as you want. If you tell me the Eiffel Tower is three feet tall, <laughs> it's not very useful to me, not to mention it's flat out wrong. So there's the data side to all of this. And this, this is where voice search is starting to eat everybody's lunch. This is where 
people are turning at an unprecedented rate. After the mobile adoption, they're adopting voice. Because of that giant sale on hardware that we just saw seven or eight months ago, and we will see again in another four months, all of a sudden everyone is on board asking questions, looking for information. Amazon, Google, Microsoft, Apple, they are racing to backfill all of the information that people might be looking for. They're sucking it up of the internet. And if you feel like the internet is dehydrated, it's because these systems are sucking everything in at an unprecedented rate to make sure they have the right answers. In fact, there was just an announcement, I think it was last week, that um, Amazon said, uh, if you ask Alexa a question and she doesn't know the answer, she'll hold that question, she'll go and continuously look for the right information. And when they believe that they have the correct information, she'll come back and remind you of the question and answer it for you at a later time. That's, that's kind of awesome. That's like your best friend remembering a question that you asked six months ago and then sending you a news article related to it. That's amazing. That's, that's a powerful moment, you know? And we're talking about simple things here, things that you and I take for granted. If, if you and I are looking at, I don't know, let's say uh, we'll go to Paris again. We're looking at the Eiffel Tower. And you look at me and say, how tall is it? And I say, well, you know, it's 1,063 feet because, you know, I read the guidebook and you didn't. Mm. So I know that little tidbit of information. And then you look at me and say, huh, when was it completed? Well, I immediately, as a human being in that conversation, I know what it is in the second statement. I know you're referring to the Eiffel Tower again. You would like to know when the Eiffel Tower was completed. A computer doesn't understand that intrinsically. Inherently, each, each command, each question, is its own block of space and time. And so it will tell you how tall it is, but then the next question, how tall is, or when was it completed, it has no context, so it doesn't know what it is. Now, however, the system knows what it is. So it's capable of having a threaded conversation around one topic and keeping the flow of that conversation. That's hugely powerful because it's very useful to human beings to be able to ask these things. Like, what are the ingredients for a simple pizza? How long do I bake it in the oven? Being able to be told all of that versus having to go look it up. I get, I get it. It's a first world scenario and you know, we're really solving a problem that isn't a problem. But that's, that's human beings. We're lazy. And the ability to ask and get, that's hugely powerful. That's what's amazing to me about it is you could actually ask a very long, detailed question. And I think back, and I can see we're coming up against the break, but I can think back to even even a few years ago, a keyword search through my computer or even a, you know typing it into a telephone would be three or four keyword phrases, maybe five. Now I'm mm -hmm. finding when I'm using voice, it could be 10, 12, 15 words just to, to basically right. ask a good question and you get a great answer. So, hey, let's do this, Dwayne. I can see we're up against the break. Yeah. Uh, when we get back, let's talk about what we need to what we need to know as website owners to actually start taking advantage of voice and yeah. getting found ourselves. We'll do that in more. Yeah, we got right that. after you bet. Right after a real quick break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. Content Marketing World 2018 comes to Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Learn more at contentmarketingworld.com. 
Content Marketing World 2018 is the one event where you will learn and network with the best and brightest in the content marketing industry. Content Marketing World will have over 120 sessions and workshops presented by the leading brand marketers and experts from around the world covering strategy, storytelling, ROI, demand generation, AI, and more. Leave Cleveland with all the materials you need to build a content marketing plan that will grow your business and inspire your audience. Save $100 off of registration using promo code RADIO100. That's radio and the number 100. Don't miss Content Marketing World 2018 in Cleveland, Ohio, September 4th through the 7th. Register now at contentmarketingworld.com. Do you look at the task of ranking your site at the top of the search engines like you would climbing the top of Mount Everest? It doesn't have to be. TopSEOs.com knows how hard that climb can be, and they can make top ranking a reality. Top SEOs sends you to only the right search vendors and agencies that they know will work for you. Since 2002, TopSEOs.com has reviewed and researched the best search engine marketing agencies and solutions providers. Don't risk the cost of falling off the proverbial peak of search rankings. Let Top SEOs give you peace of mind. TopSEOs.com, the independent authority on search vendors. It's time once again to get ready for the 35th Annual Miami Book Fair, November 11th to the 18th. Learn more at MiamiBookFair.com. Over 500 authors will be coming in from all over the world to read their books, answer questions for the audience, and sign autographs. Award-winning luminaries confirmed to attend this year include novelists like Elliot Ackerman, Robert Olin Butler, Ingrid Rojas Contreras, and Deborah Dean. Nonfiction writers like Dr. Mark Agronin, Mohammed Al-Samawi, Andrea Barnett, and Tina Brown. Celebrities like Justine Bateman, Steve Kornacki, Bill Press. These are just a few of the confirmed 500 authors scheduled to appear at the 2018 Miami Book Fair. November November 11th to the 18th. Check out the full schedule of events right now at MiamiBookFair.com. That's MiamiBookFair.com. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on WebmasterRadio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Dwayne Forrester, VP of Industry Insights for Yext, and we are talking about why voice search is eating your lunch and already shaping the future of SEO. Now, Dwayne, we can see that uh, doing a voice search, uh, it's very convenient, especially when you're in the car Mm -hmm. or you're on the go. And I know a lot of the, the, the cars that are being shipped out now have this built right in. It's easy to plug your phone in and there's lots of other ways to plug it in if you don't have a new vehicle. So we're using our phones in the cars. It's also way easier to do a voice search uh, rather than trying to type in your search into your phone, no matter how quick you are at typing. So we see consumers are definitely going that route for obvious reasons. What do we need to be aware of from an SEO perspective? Okay, so um, let's get the, 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 the nuts and bolts out of the way right off the bat. Um, the number one thing that you want to be focused on from an SEO perspective is the concept of position zero or the, um, the answer box at the top of the page, the featured snippet. If you follow the best practices, be ranked as that featured snippet, you are well on the path to being the spoken answer that's going to happen. And it's important for people to understand at this point as well that voice search and skills and actions that can happen on Amazon and Google devices are very separate systems, very separate approaches. We're gonna focus on voice search. 
And so you're going to, you have to be authoritative. You have to do the, you know, the basics of SEO. You've got to rank well. You've got to be mobile friendly. Um, your information has to be accurate and timely. All of that stuff comes into play. And then Google is actually looking for things like, if this answer were spoken out loud, would it sound like a natural language speaker answering the question that was posed? And so they're not really worried about uh, an accent or an inflection or anything like that. They're more interested in something like, does this sound like somebody from that region giving accurate information? I would not be the best person to answer questions about tourism in Greece. I've been there. I've been a tourist in Greece, but I don't know the local landscape. I don't know the names of places. I don't know what you call your local public transit. All of those things would be very important to somebody asking for information as a tourist in Greece. And so that type of idea, that the syntax, can someone be easily understood? Do they enunciate correctly? All of these things come into play when you're actually looking at voice search answers. Some of that handled by the system itself because Google's gonna say it out loud. So you don't have to worry about what the enunciation is like. Google will say that out loud. But you do have to be aware of what you're feeding into the system and that's what they're looking for. If I read this out loud, will it sound like a reasonable answer to someone? And more importantly, does it answer the question? Is it accurate? Is it a full answer? And does it give them everything they need in context of the question and their location at that moment. So, so, so I was just going to say, so it, it seems to me then what we need to be really cognizant of is using the normal language we would use as a human versus, you know, yeah. sometimes how we type in yeah. search. You know, and, and it's funny, you mentioned this earlier, um, or you touched on this earlier, this, this notion of keywords. And, and we, <laughs> I remember... You know, when, when I was in SEO 20 years ago, it was all about keyword research and it was all about, you know, trying to find the ones with the most traffic. And then as you got down into the long tail keywords, the five and six word phrases, you actually got higher conversions off of those things, but a lot less volume. And so we've seen this kind of swell that's happened over like the last decade where everybody was chasing keyword volume. Then they were chasing long-term for conversion. Well, now it's all about natural language. And when you actually uncover information from natural language, you get a lot more context of what the consumer is thinking about. And this is the critical part for voice. It's about the consumer's journey. It is, it is as simple as that customer journey. It's said out loud, it's said over and over again, and people are sick of hearing it. The customer's journey, that's what matters most to the customer. So you have to follow that. You have to show at every step what value you add to that conversation at that moment. So if the consumer comes in at that moment, you're the right answer to be spoken aloud. If you don't have that, if you don't showcase that, then you're not going to be there. And really what this comes down to at its core is a concept called digital knowledge management. So forget SEO. SEO is a tactic. It's not a strategy. Digital knowledge management can be a strategy. Because really what you're doing is you're managing the entire footprint of information that's available from your business to a consumer. We're talking name, address, phone number, hours of operation, prices, objects that you have, information, white papers, videos, the C-suite biographies, um, any uh, articles you published anywhere, events that you're involved in. All of this information is yours to manage 
and ensure that it's available for the consumer when the consumer wants it. That's what digital knowledge management is. And when you do that, you cover a basis that you need to be successful in voice search today. You mentioned, uh, just before we're going to go into another quick break here, but if you could just touch upon a little bit, uh, rich snippets, because I noticed some that's a new concept, yeah. especially those who are just getting started. And I know there's WordPress plugins that are available for that, but what yeah. do you recommend for somebody with getting started with rich snippets? Okay, so I, I, I want to be crystal clear about this. What I'm talking about is the featured snippet. So that's at the top of the search results. That's, that's the one that's actually read to us. That is, that is where 80% of the spoken answers from Google are taken directly from the featured snippet. Now, if you want to talk about rich snippets, I'll give you the quick 30 second on that. What we're really talking about there is structured data or schema.org or OG from Facebook, whichever language you want to use, it doesn't matter the engine. You need to deploy this, you need to use this because those are the trust signals that the search engines and these systems pull out in order to use and verify that you should be spoken out loud. So you want to make sure you do that. A core part of the work that you do with digital knowledge management is exploring what you can mark up, what you can actually activate. And so then you're the result that shows up on a mobile result where it's got five stars and the stars are highlighted on it, where these features and these rich experiences are available to consumers. So very important that you're looking at those things as well. That's great. That's great. Now I'm here with Dwayne Forrester, VP of Industry Insights for Yext. And after a real quick break, we're going to talk a little bit more about what you need to be doing in order to uh, capture this, uh, this obviously growing area of search. We'll do that and more right after the break. More affiliate buzz coming up after we hear from our sponsors. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for its 7th Annual International Mobile Web Award Competition. This award program is an opportunity for mobile developers to demonstrate their expertise in this growing medium. It recognizes the individual and team achievements of web professionals all over the world who create and maintain outstanding responsive and mobile websites and mobile applications. Deadline for entry is September 28, 2018. Submit your entry today at www.mobile-webaward.org. That's mobile-webaward.org. Are you looking for the best in WordPress speed, security, and scalability? WP Engine is a digital experience platform for WordPress, powering digital experiences for large brands around the world. With easy-to-use site management tools and powerful do-it-your-way development features, WP Engine gives you the flexibility to build it your way. Improve your SEO and conversion rates with a faster site on WP Engine. Learn more on WPEngine.com. Ready to do a podcast for your business? Make that podcast elevate to enterprise level. Let WebmasterRadio.fm expedite and execute your podcast to build your brand and broaden your customer base. WebmasterRadio.fm has worked with the world's biggest tech brands, Google, Yahoo, and Bing, and have worked with fast-growing brands like ShipStation and GoDaddy. Now it's your turn. Contact brasco at wmr.fm and rush your enterprise-level podcast into production at a very reasonable rate. Email brasco at wmr.fm. Podcasting at the speed of sound. Webmasterradio.fm. The flamethrower. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. 
Time now to hear some more affiliate buzz on webmasterradio.fm. Here's James and Arlene. Arlene is away today. However, I'm here with Dwayne Forrester, VP of Industry Insights for EX. Now, Dwayne, it's, it's kind of funny. You mentioned long-tail keywords uh, in the earlier days, how we'd work through the more highly searched keywords and then down into the long tail. It almost seems like voice search has flipped that on its head, where it's now yeah. the long tail keywords that really should be at the, because uh, I've had the same experience. They definitely convert a lot better because they're a lot more detailed and accurate right. to yeah. what people are looking for. So. What do you see? What do we need to know about that? What's something actionable so, that we could do? So, so what you want to do is, um, you know, there's, there's, if you actually look in uh, Google Search Console, um, they don't break out anything for voice. Uh, Amazon doesn't share information on voice. So, you need to be very careful about trying to find this information. And one way you can do that is actually look through your log file look through information and, and even your Google search console will give you some clues on this. I mean, they don't break it out per se, but if you're a savvy marketer, you'll be able to look at that data. And when you see something that looks like a phrase with specific words in the middle that seem to be missing, that's actually a phrase that Google has parsed down to its core meaning and it's showing up in there. Now these things will be long tail because you and I would both ask for the same thing, but chances are we might word it slightly differently. And so if you can understand the phrases that are converting for your service or your product, well, now you have the basis to go back and look at, well, I'm going to optimize for those phrases on those products and services and see if I can become that featured snippet, see if I can be the answer spoken out loud when somebody looks for that product or service. And almost as importantly, you're building a view of information that allows you to catalog questions and answers, which is the basis for creating an Alexa skill or an Ara Google action. And those are very powerful curated experiences. Google works hard on getting people to use them. Amazon works hard on getting people to use them. So as consumers continue to, to grow more use in skills and actions, you have a curated experience where if you come to my Alexa skill, you have to say, hey, Dwayne, and then you ask your question. The important part is, hey, Dwayne, over and over. I get to teach you to say my brand name over and over. And then consumers get used to doing that, and then you become, if you actually are able to answer their questions, you become a good resource for them. And that has knock-on benefits of not only are they gonna ask that out loud, but they're sitting on a bus somewhere and it's not convenient to ask out loud, you are what will come to mind when they search. And so even if you don't rank number one, they will look for you in the stack because they built the relationship and they trust you and they will seek you out. So literally long tail now is a clue in the context of the consumer's moment. And that gives you insights in how you can become indispensable to them long-term. How does someone go about Installing and this we're have to wrap it up after this. Uh, and I want to get your contact information. I want to learn about about Yex itself. But before we do that, yeah. where do people? How do people go about setting up featured snippets? So the featured snippet is um, you're going to optimize for this, and there's plenty of best practices out there. And you can simply do a search on Google or Bing on how to optimize for featured snippets. The information is there, it's point form, you fill in the blanks and off you go. 
And depending on the answer and the question, the actual nuts and bolts of how you will optimize will be slightly different. In some cases, it'll be a summary statement, and then you're going to list out a, a list of things like, uh, you know, start with this step and go through these five steps, and you've completed whatever the task was. In other instances, it'll be more informational, where you'll have a summary at the top, and then you go into greater detail, paragraph by paragraph, and then wrap it up. So it will be situational, depending on product, service, the actual questions being asked, and so on. But those best practices, like I say, they're well known. And so those are things that people can look at. The thing that people fail on most often is depth, is quality of actual information. They think that filling in a blank is enough and they stop short of the goal line. And that's the reality, is you have to actively cross the goal line every time. If you think there's more information available related to the question, you need to work it into the answer. Because if not, and someone else does that, they are a more thorough answer than you. So don't, don't sell yourself short on that. Mm. Dig deep and provide useful information. Tell us about Yext and uh, the knowledge engine, I believe you call it. Digital knowledge. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Yext, we are a, a, a digital knowledge management platform. Uh, folks will come to us, and, and generally it's in the local space. Um, where if you have a, a, a local business, you're going to come and use us, and we supply the information out to the major search engines. Uh, just uh, it was about three weeks ago now, we signed a partnership agreement with, um, with Amazon to distribute data from Yext into Alexa. So obviously there's, there's information there, but the beauty of it is it saves the business time because there's one point where they edit everything, and then that distributes it out from there. So... Um, been around for uh, a few number of years, and um, we uh, are celebrating. We just celebrated, I think, in April our IPO, our one-year anniversary of the IPO. So, wow. growing wow. fast. Yes, growing well, fast. I, I could see some of your customers down at the bottom of the homepage. John Dillon, CMO of Denny's. Uh, yeah, we're talking T-Mobile, Arby's, and this is the national brands. And then along the bottom, there's uh, you know KOA. So who who is your ideal? Who who should be coming to see you? Honestly, and I was just going to say this, like anyone, because we do have self serve options as well. So we have those clients, and that's you know obviously we showcase that on the website. But we just as equally have mom and pops that you've never heard of from everywhere around America, and we are a global company. So we have that footprint, an office in Germany, in Paris, in London, in Tokyo. We literally cater to all businesses everywhere. It's just a matter of what kind and depth of service do you need. We can provide that. Terrific. If you wouldn't mind, uh, share any contact information that uh, sure. you'd like to share with listeners, and then we we are out of time. I'm going to make this super simple. At Dwayne Forrester will find me on Twitter, and that'll find me quickly. Um, and if you need me otherwise, just type my name into your favorite search engine. I'm probably the first few pages of results. Okay, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Well, this has been just great. Uh, definitely got to get you back on. I can see we're just literally scratching the surface here. And we can see the future. A voice has uh, definitely arrived and going to be getting nothing but bigger. So I'm looking forward to uh, having future conversations with you. Absolutely. 
And I can see we are out of time. Do keep in mind that we provide all the show notes for you, including links to everything we discussed here today. And you'll find those show notes at jamesmartell.com forward slash AB511. And if you haven't done so already, again, I invite you to join thousands of other listeners by subscribing to the Affiliate Buzz to receive weekly insight from some of the top marketers, influencers, and thought leaders. And you can do that by heading over to jamesmartell.com forward slash subscribe or you can cheat a little bit and just open up an email and send a blank email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com and you'll also get a copy of my affiliate marketing answer book if you do that so again jamesmartell.com forward slash subscribe or again send an email to affiliate underscore buzz at aweber.com Dwayne, thank you again and to our listeners thanks for joining us for another edition of the affiliate buzz The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.